Hello, everyone, and welcome. In today's episode, we have a very special guest that is here all the way from Amsterdam. And she will be talking to us about some amazing startup projects that she is working on and how it is that she got inspired to become a startup. So her name is Nuka Purell. Nuka, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Thank you so much, Dee, for this amazing introduction. So indeed, I'm traveling, I'm coming over all the way from Amsterdam, the Netherlands. I joined the startup role in 2019. So that's when I left uh, corporate. And I actually knew for many years that I was going to venture into entrepreneurships. I would say that by 2015, I made the decision, okay, one day I'm going to venture out and go into entrepreneurship and I will be working on several startup projects because that's part of my character and who I am. Great. But then indeed, like, where do you start? So it, I, it felt for me it made sense to start first at yourself and, and with your own character uh, because ultimately you want to build startup projects, ultimately businesses that will serve humanity and that are good for the planet, Absolutely. people. And I started with my personal values and my character. Okay, what makes me a great leader? You know, what makes me, I needed to make sure that whenever, whatever I'm going to be pushing out there will become part of a positive legacy for humanity and not kind of like, what is the best way to say this? Um, bring karma to my, to my lineage, you know? Positive. What I'm pushing out for yeah. my future descendants. So I literally started first with, actually I would say focusing on the holistic part. Mm -hmm. And that was mindfulness, that meant yoga to me, but as well um, therapeutic mentoring sessions, literally starting at the core, at the inside first. Wow, that is amazing. You tell me a little bit more about that. Thank you, thank you. So I started that journey in 2015, met a lot of people internationally and locally as well through that community. And like I was just referring to you, examples are like yoga, uh, mindfulness or mindset sessions, um, open conversations with reverence, for example. Literally, and, and every time I'm engaging with those type of activities, I'm constantly having a conversation with myself. And I'm listening and feeling and surrendering to, okay, what is it that I'm feeling? What is it that my mind is telling me, so the ego? versus what is this what my heart is telling me. Mm -hmm. And constantly having that debate with that ultimately as well, making sure that it is based on not limited beliefs. And if so, change that, alter that. So specifically, I would call out uh, my friend, Makali Carol Dancy, And she has an organization who is US-based, the House of Sommeliers. They've been amazing for my um, development. And specifically, I tuned into her organization for the mindset and, and lifestyle uh, mentoring, I would say. And through that, there's, there are so many more aspects that they offer. But that was being, what it was for me fundamentally. So you could call it, if you'd like, um, how I'm going to make sure that spirituality is part of my base. And on top of that, I'm going to be focusing on the masculine side, which is me building businesses. Mm -hmm. I needed to make sure that the feminine side was first taken care of and still doing that. So is that how you became inspired to yeah. build businesses? No, I came in, became inspired to build businesses 
um, working for other people, knowing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And at times I would call it like wasting my time working for other people, which is obviously not the, not the, the point and not uh, always true. But every time you feel okay, done this, learned this, I'm bored. Next, next. But it, to be very honest, I started working at the age of 15, and two decades later, I'm like, okay. So even before two decades later, I left the corporate, and I always knew I wanted to work for myself one day. And I told myself, as long as I'm working for other people, it just means I'm learning, you know, in their environment. And I was giving myself time, but I was very purposely. Every time I was jumping from uh, industry to industry, it was all part of a bigger plan for me. I wasn't just jumping only because I felt bored. Exactly. So you were already manifesting this. Yeah. And at the same time, you were very brave on making that decision Thank you. as well. It takes a lot of courage to do that. Now, let me ask you, can you share with us some of the projects that you're working on? We are so excited to hear about them. Yes. Okay. One more thing I would like to add to. That whole soul-searching, holistic part of mine that I started many years ago. Uh, now, my name is Nuka Puriel. My full name is Shadinuska Puriel. Oh, interesting. Yes. And uh, I stand for generational health, wealth, and sustainability. Amazing. So, which means that all of my startups that I'm part of need to make sure that they align with those values of mine. And otherwise, I'm not going to be working on them. That is so great to hear. And that is exactly what we need, especially for the newer generations. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So talk to me about one of your startups. So one of the startups, uh, name is My Education Lifestyle. Okay. Founder is Melissa Toulouse, and I'm the co-founder of this lifestyle. So looking at the traditional uh, global education system today, it is lacking to teach the youth essential lifestyle skills. Yes, you're getting education to become the best modern worker, but what about the essential lifestyle skills? You get out there in the real world, you still know nothing about financial literacy. Exactly. You haven't been taught anything on mindfulness. Uh, what about personal branding? How are you going to make sure you're recruitable? What about tutor services? So what we stand for is My Education Lifestyle app, is an app that is teaching beyond today's curriculum. So we focus on financial literacy, mindfulness, tutor, emerging technologies. So what is the right information, right? And how are you going to be recruitable? And on top of that, uh, we offer this app. And around that, we are building an ecosystem with partners that are in electronics mm -hmm. or uh, local gyms, local therapists, local food suppliers, like what are the best um, interesting recipes for you to make sure that whatever you're consuming is good for your mind, body and health. Wow. Literally embodying a lifestyle app. That is so powerful because I think that obviously the education system does not teach any of that and mm -hmm. sometimes even at home they are not learning those things. So I do think that it would be a great resource for yeah again future generations and i think what is amazing here too is this lifestyle app my education lifestyle app brings together students parents and teachers mm -hmm. because the current school apps um, are still just one way school feels like oh we're cool because we're using an app but they're only using that app to enforce certain behaviors 
but on the app itself there's still no educational content there's no entertainment the app is often updated late mm -hmm. so to give you an example uh, today's apps are telling you to which classroom you should go mm -hmm. or where you should submit um, your deliverables it's still not an educational app correct yeah correct it's just to get their work submitted and exactly and, and then and then but technology is not here to frustrate humanity technology is here to support and elevate humanity exactly it's definitely here to solve many problems of mankind exactly mm -hmm. for sure <laughs> so then that's the beautiful thing too the our app around provides more interaction between parents and the school between parents and the end users so this is literally what we're gunning for and if anything, we believe by empowering today's young generation, we're empowering future, gener future generations. Exactly. Current and future. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And it is important that they focus on what is better for the world. And I really like that that inspires you and that you yeah. only want to work on things that will make the world yes. a better place. Exactly. Yeah, because I believe that is uh, very important. Awesome, that yes. is great. Do you, you have other projects uh, that you can share with us? Yes, well, using the education bridge, did you know that the fashion industry is the second largest polluter in the world after the oil industry? Wow, that is probably something not a lot of us know. No. Wow. 85% of all manufactured clothes is either dumped or burned on a yearly basis. Wow. Based on what? Out of collection or oh, whatever. 85%, right? That's that like humongous. Huge, yes. The fashion industry pollution is responsible for 10% of humanity's carbon emissions. Our platform, We Are 3 rf is going to make a change in that, in the fashion industry. We're going to revolutionize the industry, literally. And we stand for Restyle, Reused and Reduce. And our mantra is Save the World get paid look good save the world get paid and look good and yes. it is called we are 3rf yes that is amazing thank you yes share more about that project. so we are allowing our platform users to kind of re-love their clothes so we are a platform we're focusing on secondhand clothing mm -hmm. and we are showing them how they can re-love their clothes and how they can repurpose it for online and offline purposes and for all that we are rewarding them that is amazing. Yeah, so and how would them. you be rewarding them? Well, that's something we're going to keep to ourselves because we are literally building the platform right now and we are uh, publishing it this summer. Uh, it's going to be all very tech related for sure. Mm -hmm. But I could say that the cherry on top will definitely be that we are offering a personal stylist feature. Uh, many of us don't have access to a personal fashion stylist. Uh, our platform will provide that to all of our users. Excellent. Yes. And uh, what is, uh, I believe, great about the second, focusing on secondhand clothing, mm -hmm. I used to uh, not like secondhand clothing at all. I had a certain perception, like, I don't know who wore it, who says that person uh, is interesting or whatever. Mm -hmm. So what um, we focus on as well is the person behind the secondhand clothing and the joy it brought them. So one of our users, for example, recorded a video, a short video about a dress. And that went like, well, this dress, I got it from my late grandma, so it means a lot to me. In addition, I met my current husband when I was wearing it. We've been so blessed that I'm now pregnant with twins. So the time has arrived for me to sell off this item. 
I hope it brings you as much joy as it brought me in my life. Follow me if you want to hear what else is in my digital closet. Awesome. So we're literally bringing communities together globally. So we're very excited about that part. Wow, that sounds very exciting and fun and I can't wait to try it. Thank you. Well. well, I will definitely keep you updated and uh, we'll be definitely be able to do another feature and another podcast uh, on that later great. this summer. Okay, great. Now, you have been to the Women in Technology conference. Can you yes. talk a little bit about that? Yes, well, uh, my latest employer was a data center. So I worked for over six years in a heavily male-dominated environment, data centers tech, and I was responsible for electrical and mechanical sourcing and procurement equipment. So think about generators, switchgear, UPS, every heavy and large technical equipment that makes up building a data center. And I was doing that for the EMEA region. Loved that, worked with a lot of international uh, people from engineers, architects, project managers, etc. And ultimately, it was through that that I started being more open to focus on um, webinars or events for women in construction. And once you got into one, you then meet more and more people. And before you know it, you're attending far more network events, including one that I was invited to for Google Women in Construction at the Google head office in, in Holland. So it's been very interesting. In 2018, uh, I met the founder of Women in Tech, uh, Melody Beringer and we connected a week later she had her first women in tech with convention in Amsterdam I went to all of them I loved it fell in love with that concept right then and there and she mentioned well in Seattle that's where we founded this and started and it's huge because we had Microsoft Amazon all of the big players Facebook in town so I already knew okay I'm going to fly to Seattle um, and six months later I did and when I told her hey I'm coming to Seattle she's like oh if you come I'm going to place you on a panel and I'm like no <laughs> so she did so so here I was um, in Seattle and I spoke on the panel what would chat do negotiations and navigations in the tech world uh, chat is like a form of avatar that we use um, for a meal that feels privileged uh, is mid-30s and doesn't care about other people's opinion. He goes in there and he negotiates the salary and he negotiates whatever he wants and when he falls down he just stands up, whatever, let's go again. So that was amazing. Wow, that does sound like a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, I, I want to ask you, for other people in general, not just women but also men that are interested in creating a startup, what advice could you give them? Well, one more thing I want to share about with women in tech. Women in tech is, by the way, yes, the label says women in tech, but it's not only for women and it's not only for people that are in tech. It's oh, for people that are interested in tech and as well for males that are allies. That is good to know because yes. I guess by the name, people might think that it's only for women, but exactly. it is for men as well. And that the reason it's in the name is because um, first and foremost, we want to make sure that we give women, we hold space for them mm -hmm. and tell them it's a safe space, so please come. Perfect. And that's why it's been like that. But Thank you for sharing yeah. that. I think that is Welcome. very important information yeah. Yeah. for everyone. Okay, anything else? Uh, you were just asking me questions about startup? Yes, uh, 
So what advice would you have to for people that are interested in starting their own business? Um, so people that are interested in leaving corporations, mm -hmm. uh, first and foremost, you have to plan. Like I planned my exit for two years so that I knew, okay, financial wise, I could go. Um, a lot of people are interested in startups and startup life, uh, but are you ready to plan? You know, you need to plan your finances, you need to plan your time, because otherwise it's going to be a very short adventure. And then after two months, you'll be like, okay, I need income again or I need a job again. So there are multiple ways to do it. You could, where you're currently working, already start focusing on building and manifesting your startup life. So mm -hmm. that could be, for example, free education online, or you're hiring a mentor to start to see, okay, how can I make space in my life mm -hmm. for startups? You need to pick a date and that's the date you're going to resign corporation as well too. So before you resign, some people would like to have already replaced income or some people feel like, okay, now is the time I'm going to start chipping away from my savings. Of course, ideally, it's great to have another source of income before you leave one behind. Um, but that's not always as easy because that would literally mean, well, you need to be part, for example, of a startup that is already generating revenue in order for you to get compensated or you need to just have another source of income. So that's why it's interesting. That's why it's really smart to have multiple sources of income because otherwise when you're dependent on just one income, you're in a corner. For me personally, and this is my character, I took two years to prepare and then I took the leap and it provided me three to five years that I can spend on focusing on startups without needing to work. So with that three to five years, um, I'm, I feel blessed, right, and grateful, but I can't like have a crazy lifestyle anymore. Like I used to work for tech, you know, tech mm -hmm. uh, salaries are very nice. Um, now I'm not on a tech salary at all anymore. <laughs> but the point is, uh, I was able to budget all that. And then I, of course, did not expect it, a global uh, pandemic. I'm so, sure that affected a lot of your plans. Exactly, it affected a lot of my plans. At the same time, it was good for my wallet. Mm -hmm. And um, fun fact, I left to in October to Tulum, Mexico. And instead of going back home after three weeks, I flew to the US yeah. and I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. It's yes. great having you here. And yes, thank you. Where, which part of the US were you? I went from uh, Vegas to San Diego, San Marcos, Seattle, Austin. Yeah, I've been traveling around California. I still have a few places to, to, yeah, to go and visit. I'm visiting friends. My friends have become part of my family because mm -hmm. I, again, did not anticipate to do this. But whilst I'm here, I would say in January, my newfound purpose has uh, revealed itself. Okay, you're going to be connecting with local startup ecosystems. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are pitching to improve our pitch and ultimately even to raise funding. So just earlier this week with our fashion tech startup, we won a big award and we'll be literally building with an amazing, strong pioneer and trailblazer in tech. Uh, her name is Barbara Bigham and we will be focusing on the deep dive tech accelerator where we'll be building everything that is techy about our startup with her, which makes sure that it's going to not only work, but it's going to be the best out there, innovative, and good for the future. Well, congratulations. Thank that you. great news. Thank yes. you. What else would you like to share about 
Um, I would like to share with everyone, whilst it's important to have income, um, don't get emotionally attached to funds, to money. So that's something that from a very young age uh, I've been able to, to do. Like it's literally a tool, organize your life with it and then uh, literally anything you can do to kind of like reclaim your power of more freedom, do that. So one thing I was able to do before I left corporate is to buy a second apartment. So I'm like, okay, this is a hedge for the future <laughs> towards my pension. So what happens between now and my pension age, we'll see. Yes. But So that was something I was able to do for sure. And uh, today my mindset is completely different. You know, I'm enjoying life, but I'm not lavishly having uh, the same lifestyle I had when I was still working in tech. But I know what I'm doing it for, because I want to be building on my own projects specifically on my own tech projects. Yes, and I'm sure you will be very successful. Thank and you. do you have a team that is helping you? Yes, well, the amazing thing about my team is if I talk to you for a position, I'm not only talking to you for one startup, I'm talking to you for three startups. Three startups. And it's it's three startups, yeah. And we've been working on them uh, for a while, like behind the scenes, like the founders. And we're now heading into stage 2022 is going to be a great year for us. And it's, uh, it's interesting to see the team members, like everybody loves the concept once you pitch it to them. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh my God, how are we going to do this? And I'm like, oh, and by the way, I would like to engage you for multiple startups mm -hmm. from our startup group. And uh, with that, we believe that once we get funding for one startup, we'll be able to leverage as well people's time and skill set and utilize for the other startups. But ultimately will accelerate as well, of course, the success of all startups. Yeah. That is amazing. First thing, and like I said, obviously, uh, it's not imp that important about what it is that you can do skill-wise. It's more about your values. So do I trust you as a person? Do I trust your values? And with those values, I can teach you anything. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. If you had the opportunity to work with anyone, <laughs> And technology. <laughs> oh. Past, present, or future? Oh, wow. Past, probably Nikola Tesla. Okay. He's the genius. Well, definitely, yeah, that one is easy. Um, current, current, uh, on purpose, I would say Alexis, the former, uh, um, former owner of Reddit because he focuses a lot on sustainability startups and he's very vocal about that. And our fashion startup is very sustainable. So um, I will send the clip of this podcast to him. <laughs> and in the future, just like a, a hedge into innovation of the future, probably Elon Musk. Elon Musk. That is amazing. Yeah. Okay, so to wrap it up, can you give us some fun facts about yourself? Fun facts about myself, um, I'm an Aries. Oh, <laughs> me too. No wonder we get along so great. Exactly, you know, so I don't have time for wasting life. So with that as well, uh, you'll never be bored with me and you will always know where you stand. But we'll have a lot of fun. I believe it, you are a lot of fun. <laughs> always Thank making you. me laugh. Okay, I'm the eldest as well. I have one younger sister, three younger brothers. Okay. Yes. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us today. It has been great talking to you, and thank you for sh sharing your startup projects. It is great information. 
Thank you. Especially, you're an inspiration for people that want to begin and the risks that they have to take. So we really appreciate yeah. having you here. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for Nina. having me in the invitation. Yes. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us and you have a great day. Thank you. Yes.